welcome. Thanks for tuning in. I'm here to share wisdom that will empower you to create and maintain happiness, inner peace, and success in all your goals. So let's get started. Years ago, I worked with at-risk adolescents in middle schools and high schools. I also worked with troubled youth in a juvenile detention center in Philadelphia. As if that wasn't sad enough, I worked for the Philadelphia Prison System and the Department of Corrections, developing programs for the incarcerated men and women. I saw lots of inmates, I called them clients, come and go. And some would come back again and again and again, and I really tried to help all of these people. I developed and implemented programs in each of these facilities to reduce recidivism. And I approached everything back then as I do now from a true holistic perspective physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Back in the early 2000s when I was working in this capacity, the reported recidivism rate for released prisoners in the United States was 60%. As recently as January 2019, just about 20 years later, the U.S. Sentencing Commission reported that recidivism among federal prisoners showed that nearly 64% of prisoners who had been convicted of violent offenses were arrested again within eight years. In my opinion, it doesn't seem as though things have changed very much at all in the course of two decades. After my recent podcast on nutrition for potentially reducing anxiety, I remembered a book that I had read back then. At that time, I was earning my degree in human development and studying holistic mind-body medicine. I felt then, and I still believe now, even more so now, that the two need to be considered as one and the same. The mind-body connection is everything, and it has everything to do with our development as humans. Our development as humans never stops, and neither does our mind-body connection. How we develop throughout our lives, productive or not, happy or not, miserable or not, healthy or not, how we are now and how we want to be is dependent on our mind-body connection. It affects everything in our lives, what we think and believe. It affects our choices and our behaviors. How we treat ourselves internally and externally stems from our beliefs about ourselves. And those beliefs can change and they do change over time. Our mind-body connection determines our food choices. It determines how we value ourselves. It determines how we eat. Mind-body medicine is not about getting better from being sick. Not at all. It's about maintaining a healthy well-being physically, psychologically, physiologically, neurologically, and spiritually. Anyway, back then I came across this book that I valued so much that it's still on my bookshelf today, and I have moved at least a half a dozen times since then. The book is called Food and Behavior, A Natural Connection. It was written in 1997 by a woman named Barbara Reed Stitt. She was the chief probation officer for Ohio. She handled probationary cases for 20 years prior to writing this book. She somehow, over the course of her work, discovered a link, if not a direct connection, between the low-quality foods that people on her caseload were accustomed to eating and their delinquent behaviors. After her career in criminal justice, she earned her Ph.D. in nutrition. She wrote her theses on the biochemistry of crime and delivered her dissertation on healing the delinquent mind. Throughout her career, she began discovering a commonality among her probationers. 
she ultimately concluded there was a biochemical connection between poor diet and non-compliant behaviors. If the neocortex of the brain is not nourished optimally, the conscience, the humanness and perceptions of reality are either not operative or they are distorted. By keeping the neocortex fed, the rest of the body will conform because the brain and the body are connected. In this book, she cites case after case of modifying a probationer's diet and then consequently, they ultimately become productive members of society. In fact, 80% of them, now that's remarkable, 80% of more than 5,000 men and women in her dietary therapy program, which she ran for 12 years, became productive members of society. And here's an interesting bit of information. She was learning about this connection between food and behavior from a published medical review written in 1910. 1910, people! This is a simple truth that the professionals in our world knew about in 1910. And they knew about it in 1970 and even in 2020. So what's the real problem here? It's pretty obvious to me that the quality of our diets affect the quality of our lives. It's not new information. It's not lost information. It's not hidden information. There's college degrees in this stuff today. What is it that makes eating well such a problem that people are going to jail over it? That people are suffering mental illness over it? That people are inflicting themselves with things like diabetes, obesity, heart disease, high cholesterol? I can get into institutional foods, the system, any system, lack of education, big pharma, the government, our parents, kids today, and so on, but I won't. I'm going to put the onus on each one of us. Even without experiencing criminal behavior, whatever your behaviors, your diet, your food choices have a direct effect on it. It's our own duty to ourselves to become self-responsible. Now, if you've never gone food shopping for yourself or prepared meals for yourself, I get that. When I was a child, I was subjected to what a single mom of six kids could afford. I grew up on store brand hot dogs and mac and cheese. To this day, I eat neither of those. Once I started making my own shopping decisions and buying my own groceries, I was choosing different foods for sure. Although I might go off on a tangent or two here, please don't mistake my passion for chastising. I completely understand poverty. Believe me, I understand poverty. So let's be gentle. Sometimes we got to do what we got to do to survive. I completely understand that. However, within the confines of what we can afford at any given point in time, let's do our best to make choices for our overall health. Food is but one component of our wholeness. There's things we can do to increase the quality of our lives elsewhere and to make up for a lack of finances to provide the highest quality ingredients in our diets. However, just because your income is such that you can't afford the highest quality of organic foods all the time or at all, I urge you to begin weaning off the junk, the chemically laden garbage, I call it, zero nutrient, processed beyond recognition, strangely colored, corn syrupy, fructosely, grossly mass-produced non-foods. Massive amounts of white sugar and white flour just gunk up our bodies and our brains. Begin ridding your kitchen of such options, please, for the sake of everything. That was tangent number one. Bear with me. I'll be gentle. And I support you in being gentle too. Being gentle with ourselves is also a crucial part of our mind-body human development journey. 
Gentleness is good medicine. It is certainly among the ranks of the best medicines. Cultivating a mindset of being kind to ourselves, even if we can't do this or can't afford that or can't reach this goal or we're scared of that or we're anxious about this or we're sad about that, even if we've had unfortunate experiences in the past, even so, we can be gentle with ourselves and cultivate self-love, compassion, acceptance, and forgiveness. I'm getting ready to podcast on forgiveness. Forgiveness is a huge factor in our health, but that's a different tangent for a different day. Back to mind-body medicine. The mind-body medicine that we have available within us is within our power. Hello, it's exactly what we are, a mind and a body. Criminals are not the only ones suffering from making poor choices. All of our choices are the cause of an effect, and every effect causes something. If you're suffering on some level and are addressing it in just one way, only medicine or just meditation or merely diet alone or exercising only, then you're doing yourself a disservice. Being healthy and well, attaining what you want in life, reaching all of your worthy goals requires the awareness that your development as a human is an ongoing process that requires tending to your physical, physiological, psychological, neurological, and spiritual needs. We're amazingly complex beings, and we flourish when we address ourselves as such. If you're accustomed to addressing mealtime as a time to simply shove any edible substance in your mouth, stop it. Think what that substance will do to your mental clarity. If you're seeing a professional to help you with making better choices in your life, great. But also, take a look at your food choices and your eating habits. Consider your spirituality your thoughts, your feelings about yourself. If your doctor is prescribing medications for this, that, or the other thing, cool. And also help your body heal from ailments by ingesting foods which aid in healing. Decrease your chances of having ailments at all by eating foods that are the closest to their natural form as possible, not processed beyond recognition, not some strange color or unnatural shape. Okay, enough tangents. I never want to make my passion and my enthusiasm come across as being insensitive. If I sounded insensitive at all, please forgive me. We live in a world with lots of information available to us. And sometimes it can get confusing. Like sometimes there's too much information. I'm always trying to simplify things in my life, my responsibilities, everything. I may very well be the most complicated, simple person out there. So I want to offer you a few simple, healthy mind-body hacks. If your budget is such that higher quality foods, organic produce and such isn't possible for you yet, here's a thing or two that could possibly help. If nothing else, perhaps it'll spark some creativity for feeding your brain and your body better. So one thing is my health food store has a clearance rack. I usually only pick up a few items there. I certainly don't do my weekly shopping there. It's just too expensive. But in the back of the store, there's a clearance rack. Sometimes I run in real quick just to see if there's anything there. I almost always get whatever is there. And yes, it's usually on the verge of going bad, but it's not rotten yet. Recently, I got six organic bell peppers for $1.98. They were slightly soft and a couple of them had some brown spots on it, but I cut out the spots and I roasted those puppies that night. And then I used them all week long in meals. Once I bought two bags of what they called crab apples for 99 cents. The lady ringing me out asked me what I was going to do with them, and I was like, I don't know, 
but for 99 cents, I'll figure something out. Turned out they tasted like Fuji apples. They were just smaller. I wound up juicing them. The organic broccoli might just be turning soft, but I buy it for 50 cents. And guess what? We're having broccoli for dinner that night. I ain't too proud. I grew up poor, and I'm blessed to not be poor anymore, but I still take advantage of cheap organic produce. Cheap anything that's quality. Not just anything, but quality food makes my body and brain function better. So what if you can't afford higher quality products at all? We have other human abilities. We can transmute the energy of a lesser quality item by using a simple spiritual practice. Tap into your abilities to charge meals with the healing energy of gratitude. Not a mindless, rote, grace before dinner kind of thing, but a meaningful moment of gratitude with your focus on the healing properties of the food you're about to ingest. And water. Did I mention how important water is? Did you know that we often think we're hungry? So hungry, in fact, that we grab any old nasty anything and shove it into our mouths, but really we're just thirsty. Dehydration can sometimes make us feel hungry, but in fact, all we need to do is drink water. And water, not soda. Soda is manufactured to actually dehydrate you so that you drink more soda. And soda is poison. Oh my gosh, if you drink soda, stop it. It's nothing but poisonous chemicals. Oh yeah, I forgot, no more tangents. I'll breathe. <sighs> Sorry. I highly recommend drinking four quarts of water per day. When you do, you may find yourself eating less and feeling better. That's because you're flushing toxins from your cells, from your brain, your muscles, your organs, and your entire body will be nourished and able to function properly, function optimally. Also, slow down while you eat. Eating slowly gives your body a chance to tell you when you're full and nourished. Often we eat so fast that we don't even realize we're full. And then we wind up overeating, bogging down our digestive system, unable to sleep well because of it, wake up foggy, drink a nasty chemical energy drink, and then the vicious cycle just continues. Can you see that? Okay, I think that's enough for now. I have more, so much more, <laughs> but I'll save it for another day. In the meantime, know that I care about you. I may or may not even know you, but I care. I know how it is to be unhealthy, physically, physiologically, psychologically, neurologically, and spiritually. And I also know how it is to be healthy in all those areas. From what I have seen in myself and in people I have worked with, it's so worth it to become more healthy. Baby steps. It's really not that hard to change your life for the better. Baby steps. Think about it. Wouldn't it be great to have clarity of mind all day long? Wouldn't it be great to have all the energy you need to accomplish what you need to get done? Wouldn't it be great to get a good night's rest every night and wake up feeling refreshed with a positive mood? Remember to care for yourself physically, physiologically, psychologically, neurologically, and spiritually. If I can further assist you in any way, you can easily reach out. Thanks for being here. Be well and be happy. Visit whitefawnwellness.com to learn more about our programs and how I might be able to help you. And remember to like us on Facebook and maybe leave a review on iTunes. Be happy and be well.